Yeah. Well, just today I saw on Twitter, you guys may have seen it, there, and I don't know where this was, but uh, I, I think it was an AAU tournament when the teams and some of the parents went after the refs. Oh, I saw that, Chris. I believe it. It's, it's pathetic. I, I saw that. And, and the people were just you know filming it on their phones. and some of the Nobody, other, helped, helped, that Nobody well, helped that dude. Well, and then they said the, the one, the one uh, that referee happen? that was there, I, I don't know where it was. I thought but it was said, over in Bel Air or something. No. <laughs> we love our listeners yeah. in Belair. We love our yeah. listeners in Belair. They get behind it. You're listening to the Pine Room Podcast, the home of sports, gambling, entertainment, and whatever the hell else has gone on this week. So pull up a seat by the fire, crack open a cold one, and make sure to get your bets in. Welcome to the Pine Room. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Pine Room Podcast, Episode 3. We're here in the studio for a third time, fourth time, really. The first time that we were in here, it was kind of a test recording. The past two have gone really well. We've got some good feedback from everybody in the community. It's been really cool to kind of see how this thing has expanded over the past couple of weeks. The first thing I want to get into, we have a new voice here in the studio, Mr. Chris. He's with us. Uh, he's a uh, avid Pine Room member. He's been here for a while, and he's his first time in the studio. So welcome, Chris. Thanks, Job. Yeah. I, I appreciate the, the last-second invitation. So I'm, I'm glad I was able to come down. And I was nervous at first, and I realized who I was going to be sitting at this table with, and Sweaty palms. Yeah. And Sweaty exactly. palms. Hey, so I, Same I, kind of asshole that you are. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> and but, a couple of gin and tonics yes, to help that, calm that the nerves. definitely helps, but, you know. It, and but, a road win. Yeah, a road win to boot. Like, me up with Very that. nice. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Job. I appreciate you Absolutely. Asking me. Absolutely. But uh, Chris is uh, an avid Pine Room member. He's been with us for a while since, since I've been alive. Good to have you here. A couple updates for the upcoming future. We have a camera here in the studio that I actually forgot to turn on recording right now. It's not actually recording, and you probably won't see this, but it's just a test for angle, so we're not going to use it anyway. But uh, that aside, uh, we have some stuff coming up. We got one more recording session here in the studio. That'll be next week. All of that will just be audio, so you won't be seeing anything. Two weeks from now, uh, we got a set coming in, which, again, shout out to Cousin Mike. Uh, just can't thank him enough for everything that he's doing, and you guys are going to lose your minds when you see this thing. But we will be here in your ears from a different location, which will be at the Pine Room, and you'll actually get to be able to see what we've been talking about for the past three weeks. I know that, you know, Jeff, we had some criticism that it was hard to kind of see, visualize what we're talking about, but once you see it, everything kind of makes sense because it's, it's like a theme park. And it's legit, too, because honestly, he said that he listened to the first 15 or 20 minutes and just thought once it circled back around with pictures, it was it made it a little bit easier for him to actually see, OK, this is what they're talking about. And it truly just embellished the whole thing, which was a great, great thing. And and anybody I think that kind of goes for anybody, because I, I mean, Soup, for instance, he, he he didn't he didn't start coming around every week until he saw what was going on. No, and I can't re- like 
I can't explain enough that when we post pictures of all of that stuff going on when we're up at the Pine Room on a random Saturday, people are so excited to see what's going on up there. And now that we're going to have cameras up there, we're going to be recording the podcast. It's going to be a blast. It's going to be really cool to get everybody kind of involved. That's kind of the point of this whole thing is we have been doing this for us for the for so long that now we kind of want to invite you into the Pine Room. And this is this is kind of like that now, kind of getting to talk about you know, the debauchery that we talk about normally. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, we are we are gonna eventually gonna be able to show you everything, and and that's that's gonna be pretty cool. But first off, the very first thing I want to get into this week. Now, at the end of the last episode, I had um, mentioned, and when we were doing our segment, a hot hot pit cold mug, which is gonna be changed sometime in the near future. We the format, but. I had mentioned a story about yeah uh, Matt Matt yeah. hey Joe let me pick this up for you because uh, you know I know a lot of people paying attention to the world events uh, they probably were like what the hell was Jub talking about last week but uh, there there's a man uh, Mr Woods who's uh, been in the news this week a lot actually uh, as we lead up to the Masters this weekend but this isn't the Mr Woods we're talking about this is a, a man that's uh, Jub's become connected to named Frederick Newell Woods and I was wrong last week so I got to get this apology out of the way right now I thought he was from Canada but he was from California yeah so he he kidnapped was it 26 20, 26, 26 kids in 1976 <laughs> and he took them on a bus with two accomplices and this was in Chowchilla California so it, it, Mr. Woods now is out on parole after his 18th parole it was his 18th and final attempted at parole, and he was paroled. And one thing that I failed to clarify at the oh, end of right. the episode was that these kids that have been kidnapped and buried alive, they're, they're alive. They, they all live. They all live this situation. And it sounded afterwards, <laughs> it sounded pretty gruesome that I ended it on a 27 you know, mass murdering. But really, these kids had all made it out. Alive. No, Jub, it didn't. It sounded horrible. We were having a great podcast, and I had to put my head down after you started. It wasn't as that. bad as, as you thought, Soup. He, all 26 are out. They dug their way out. I read this the other day. They dug their way out of there. Now, his two accomplices got released from San Quentin a few years ago, but he did the longest time. And I saw that the poor woman was given an account, and she said they told us those guys would be behind bars forever. So I think our court system failed those young kids. But they. They were all alive in 1976. I don't know about now. It's been a long time. And I, I apologize for <laughs> not only bringing the mood down, but not clarifying that these kids were not <laughs> brutally murdered. Apology accepted, Job. And I apologize for uh, all the people in Canada that I, <laughs> oh, I yeah. said this guy belonged to Canada. I don't know why I thought that, but anyway. Actually, I thought we talked about somebody being buried in the desert. And when we talked about Canada, I had to start doing some math. Like, is there <laughs> oh. a fucking desert in Canada? Well, there actually <laughs> is, Jeff, up there in British Columbia. There oh, are, there are some plains deserts, but, I mean, they're a little bit cooler than the ones it's, down in California in Chowchilla area. It's not like Death Valley. It's not... I got one more apology to make for, for last week. Now, I really messed this up. So I got a shout-out to my girl Megan Boo again in, in this dog situation. And, you know, when Chris killed the poor dog, Adam. Uh, now, now I said last week Megan had 14 dogs. Well, I was way off. I didn't even cover the spread on this. So this was bad. She has currently 26 dogs rostered at this point right now. So my apologies to Megan and all the canines at home. I know they're listening right now. So. Well, I, I, and I will learn all their names eventually. But you should... She- 
give a shout out to Chris too because the dog that he held was like 18 years old. He right. said, and it, it wasn't. It wasn't his yeah. curse that I did actually, not harm. Oh, the you dog. don't think that your curse had anything to do with it? The fact that he was in declining health and everything—that was he the was reason. Right. Is this going to be the next court in the Pine Room? Chris is going to be up on the stand. Nah. Did he kill the dog? Well, no. He was Doctor Kavorki, and that was what he was. Wait. Assisted suicide. Chris, twenty-six dogs. That's twenty-five more playoff appearances than the Browns have had in the last hundred years. Ooh, oh, oh wow! We got oh. our quarterback. That's going to change. Oh, so. <laughs> yeah. hey, says the guy that cheers for the last place team in the division now so fuck yeah, we're just yeah. throwing daggers yeah. i love it soup started it <laughs> <laughs> he drew first blood yes rambo that, I, that's a good point though to clarify that chris didn't maliciously murder this dog it just it was it was a you know it was a let's get cooley's thoughts on this he enjoyed that story last week oh, when you told me that Matt, i was in absolutely tears when i heard that story i mean you would have thought Chris murdered that dog. And if you, we would have had cameras in here, you would have seen just how hard he was crying, like the laughing. Well, I'm sorry for accusing Chris of murder. I did not mean to do so. Chris and didn't murder that dog, but he has <laughs> murdered many of bets that we have made. Yeah, he Speaking murdered of, our bank accounts a few times yeah. by 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 putting the lips on us. You know, like in the first quarter of a game. Oh, this is this is a this is a cigar smoker. Soon as we as soon as we hear that from Chris Matt, what do we do next? Our, our cover our, cover our heads, put, put our L. heads down, cry, put an L. Guys, next I, don't, I don't like this. We 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 bring a new guest in here, <laughs> and we're know. just tearing him apart like a piranha tank. <laughs> and the next thing, he's putting lips on us. I didn't know that he actually even transpired in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? Last night, I, I think I put lips on Mark and told him Carolina was uh, he, no way, and uh, he ended up winning his bet, didn't you? Ended up covering, yeah. So you, it, you, it works. Both ways. Well, you said uh, it's like what you always say. You're pissing up a tree now. No, you say you're pissing into the wind. That's, you always say that. Up a tree or in well, the wind, yeah, either one. I like but, in the wind. Yeah, but it, it did look like Kansas was going to run away and hide once they got the momentum. But Carolina Carolina hung in there. Let's uh, let's get everybody's thoughts on that real quick. I, a lot of action at the end of that affected a lot of – Money in this country and the world, and Matt can attest to that. As um, as the uh, Kansas was trying to cover the four and a half point spread, we're up three with like nine seconds. Everybody was on pins and needles, especially people that were on boards. Uh, I, I don't know if everybody's familiar with boards out there, a hundred square boards or twenty five square boards. That we were on quite a few of them that were pretty pretty expensive and paid out a lot of money. That. Uh, Changed hands dramatically, dramatically when, uh, oh, who was the guy from Kansas stepped out of bounds? Um, I, I know Dewan, uh, which guy was it? Uh, oh, he stepped, anyway, Kansas guy stepped out of bounds with uh, six, like, well, they set it to 4.7, I think. Yeah. Stepped out of bounds, and they were winning 72 to 69. Would have definitely gotten fouled, but stepped out of bounds. And uh, it, so, so Kansas didn't shoot any foul shots. So uh, Carolina got a last shot that didn't go, but ended up covering. Covering Carolina ended up covering the spread, and and one of our one of our mates in here right now was on the good end of that as he hit a square on a board and put a few shackles in his wallet. What do you think of that, Cools? While you were asleep, well, I didn't watch a single second of the game, so to get a good morning text of thirteen hundred dollars, you know, it's a pretty good morning. Hell yeah. 
I'll take that any time. All day, every day. Normally, half the boards that I am ever on, I never know I'm actually on them. <laughs> well, you got hand- one today. Yeah, you got handed fifty dollars for I'll the South Carolina Connecticut game, women's a- game. Yeah, I'll take that any day. I don't. I mean, I again, I don't pay any bit of attention. I, I was, you know, half blasted when I was watching the game uh, going on. But for the for the people that did watch that game, I'm sure Soup, you, I know you watch it. I can't believe those people that were on. Kansas minus four, and he stepped out of bounds. Yeah, uh, they they had to be sick to their stomach. Hey, soup. And I'm glad that you mentioned that because I wrote this down. Uh, a guy at Red Rock Casino in Las Vegas had one million dollars on Kansas minus four. Oh, uh, yeah, one million dollars. And, and and another interesting bet too that I saw that was uh, crazy. Uh, Kansas jumped out seven nothing in this game. Now I had to write this down because I couldn't remember. So seven nothing. Kansas to start the game. A guy goes in play at Bet Rivers in Nevada, bets nine hundred thousand dollars on Kansas money line. <laughs> Kansas money line. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. I got another one good for you here, Matt. Uh two million two hundred and fifty thousand dollars laid on the line at the beginning of the year on Kansas from your very own Mattress Mac. Yeah. Yeah. Mattress Mac actually really had a good night. Uh he he changed his Remember we talked about how he was doing it for the local teams where he had all the teams of Texas. If they won, then the people got free furniture. Well, when all the teams, I think uh, Houston was the last Texas team to go out. So when Houston went out, he changed it to Kansas. So he ended up hedging back and betting Kansas. He had that future on Kansas, and he covered himself really, really well, and he came out a nice winner, and all of his people still got free furniture. Pretty awesome. If you haven't listened to uh, the first podcast, we go into a little bit of Mattress Mac. So go back and listen to that if you if you want to learn more about Mattress Mac. I I had no idea who he is, but uh, we we went into it and we we learned some stuff and and it was cool. Speaking of uh, speaking of of bets, I think you had a you've had a pretty good weekend, huh, Dad? Well, I I lost my my bet on the number one pick not to win the tournament because I, I, I had knocked all three number ones out. Kansas, obviously, number one seed, won that, so I lost that. But I did hit a couple of squares. I had a nice, uh, had a nice weekend. Uh, Jeff, you had a nice weekend. Uh, Clearview boys uh, raked in a little little money. A little cashish. A little cashish. Yes, it was a good, it was a good weekend, and uh, I enjoyed that. I actually enjoyed that game last night. I thought it was a really good game. You would have thought there was a, there was a Super Bowl going on inside the 19th hole when you hit that board. That place was going nuts. Well, no, excuse me. We were inside pickles at that point when you won your board. The first yes. game. The first game yep. when you hit. And that hole, that back room was rocking. We were chanting and and screaming songs and celebrating. Yeah, and then unbelievably, we went up to the vets, and I hit the I hit the second game too. So I had a good day, and I thought it was interesting. At the end of the game last night, the uh, NCAA pre- called uh, who called Kansas the Kansas City Jayhawks. Was it Mark Emmert? The, em- the em- yeah. yeah, he yeah. called them the Kansas no, Kansas City Jayhawks. He also had a floor where the boards were coming up too. So I don't know how well the job NCAA did with that, but uh, I found it interesting that Kansas didn't foul. Yes. When they were up three yes. with 4.3 left, I, I thought w- that was a really bad decision. And, well, Bill Self, he's known for bad decisions, so that's no surprise. <laughs> I'd, but- I'd, I'd like to get everybody's opinion, or some guy's opinion on that. What? And I, I'm, I mean, I know basketball a little bit, but not like a coach or anything. But I don't understand why they don't foul. Doesn't up, make any up sense. Up three, you foul, and, and you can't lose. Obviously, you still could lose, but your odds then – of them shooting three or you know and making it or less than if you foul them absolutely and, and and too much stuff has to happen. I mean, you you still can kind of control your own destiny if you let a guy get a wide open three point shot. You're 
you're playing with fire. Your thought on that, Jeff? I, I actually agree. It doesn't make any sense to me either. But I just back to bad decisions. Didn't Bill Self bring in Snoop Dogg and stripper poles yeah. at the beginning for the Arch Madness yeah. night? I considered that I, I, a good I decision. I was going to say, I don't know if that's a bad decision or not. I mean, <laughs> that was one Snoop of his Dogg's, better ones. I mean, my God. Definitely yeah. one of his better decisions. Well, that was well received out there. <laughs> I mean, he well, they don't, they, don't, they don't get that kind of action out in Lawrence, Kansas, Chris. God. <laughs> Believe it or not, we are in pickles for your uh, Chris's daughter, Emily. Oh. It's her 21st birthday. Uh, happy birthday, to Emily! I know yes. she's listened to this. That was a really, podcast. really nice party, yeah. Job. I'm glad you mentioned that. Uh, shout out to Josie and Lexi for putting uh, that together. Thank and you. Uh, Cools, Cools, and Say were on the uh, the refreshments team. They 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 made sure everybody was lubed up and enjoying themselves. <laughs> yeah, and, I definitely. And got Job, it. you did a hell of a job with the transportation, organizing all that. And Chris, the father of the birthday girl. Hell of a story you came up with, and if anybody's wondering, I'm not moving to Philadelphia. Want to want to want to go on about your uh, the, the little fib that you yeah, came up with? Yeah. Well, first of all, uh, you know Josie texted me like a week prior to that, and uh, I thought I had the easiest job of, of this. You know, just all I had to do was get her there, and so I I I talked to uh, or I texted Emily and uh, just said, uh, hey, Saturday we got we want to do a. a, a or I just want to take her to dinner. And I get a lot of uh, backlash from her. She's got plans with her boyfriend, everybody at school. And I'm like, well, so I'm like starting, it's like Thursday. I'm getting nervous. I'm like, so she's still not agreeing to it. So then I had to come up and I said that, well, we really need to, you have to be here. There's no flexibility. We're not doing it Friday. And so I said, well, we really need to cheer Matt up. And uh, I thought maybe she'd be sympathetic. And and I, I said, well, Look, he's he's in a he's in a world of he, he's just really nervous and uptight because he's got a job opportunity, a job offer, and it's going to pay him thirty three thousand dollars more a year. <laughs> How'd you come up with that number? I I have no idea. I just had to make it sound really good because okay. that's really believable. Oh, but anyway, man. but I said he's really torn because they want him to move to Philadelphia. Right, and those people that know me know that I'd probably rather live in Fallujah than Philadelphia. <laughs> yes, yes. And and so, uh, anyway, thanks for letting me use you as kind of like the, the fallback guy or whatever. But uh, but it ended up working out great, and I appreciate all you guys that were there. And, and, and she really was surprised. She was. So, so and I, I, it, was, was. It, was, it was a lot of fun, and it worked out great. So thanks to everybody, and, and Josie and, and – uh, Lexi, but I still hate surprise parties, even though it wasn't for me. It's a pain in the ass. And the cake was good. Shout out to your ex-wife, oh, Chris. You, you Wonderful job, Toodle. And she took good cake. She took about like, like a third of that home, and Derek ate the whole goddamn thing the <laughs> next day. I was going to stop up and get a piece. <laughs> Damn it! Fucking it was well, gone. The funny, the, funny, the funny part is, Matt, you were getting text from Worm and some other guys <laughs> about you, Matt. Are you really leaving? Yeah, like I, people were. Some people were asking. People me. were like, uh, Jesus, my, like you. Word around here, as in any small town, travels very quickly via social media. And then Matt's saying, "Oh God, there's there's people really believing this." And I'm getting I'm getting texts, and you know, I'm moving to Philadelphia. Hell, we said next thing you know, his boss over at the the casino would be a mess. That Matt's actually moving to Philly. Hey, she might have helped me pack. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. 
I think somebody had to take the Eagles jersey back that they bought. Yeah. I think somebody yeah. bought you an Eagles. I had a Flyers, Flyers <laughs> sticker on my car. I mean, John, my windows got busted You had a John Crock Phillies jersey. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. It's something that I remember uh, for the vague things that I remember on that, that night. Was, uh, Why was we, that, Job? Did you uh, have a few drinks that no, night? No, 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 okay. no, no. Uh, but we talked about the worst uh, fans, the worst fans of, of, of football teams. And I don't watch a lot of football. I don't watch. I probably don't watch any football. But uh, uh, <laughs> uh, I know that a lot of people, at least around here, say that Steelers fans are the worst. Now we have a Steeler fan, a very avid Steeler fan. Two two Steeler fans in here. Uh, three. Our producer Mason is a Steeler oh. fan. Let's go, Mason. Mason Let's go, Mason. From behind go. the glass, go, I like Mason. It. Listen, Jub, don't ever say that again because you're in a valley with Ohio State fans and Dallas Cowboy fans. Okay, and those two are absolutely miserable. What about Mount West Virginia Mountaineer fans? Let's go They're Mountaineers, baby. They're pretty brutal, too. But I, I will tell you a story, a real quick story about uh, the Steeler fans. Uh, my brother, who, who lived in Silver Spring, Maryland one time, now lives in Virginia Beach, diehard, diehard Redskin fan. And, and I, I became a Redskin fan before Daniel Snyder took over the team. And, and I would go over every year to RFK when they played at RFK, and I'd, I'd always see – he'd always bring me over for a rival game, the Eagles or the Giants, and, and oh, RFK was incredible. But anyway, the Redskins came to, to Pittsburgh uh, many, many years ago, and I went up, and, I, and before I knew how rabid and crazy Steeler fans were, and I was, uh, I was sitting in the upper deck – and and at this point, I don't remember names because I don't I don't know my memory's not very good as I said before. But the Redskins ran the opening kickoff back for a touchdown, and I was jumping up and down cheering with the Redskins, literally. And I'm not lying; like there were like six guys, and you know they were hammered. Turned around and literally said to me, "If you stand up and cheer for the Redskins <laughs> one more time, we're throwing you over the rail." And I was in the upper deck. And I swear, I sat down. I did not say a word <laughs> the rest of the game because they were not kidding. And that was at Three Rivers, Coach? That was at Three yeah. Rivers. And they literally, if I would have stood up and screamed and yelled again, I was going over the, the and, railing. And you've been a Steelers fan ever since? No, I have not. <laughs> I, I mean, a- I, I, you know me. I, I, you know who I root for. <laughs> yeah, whoever's the underdog yeah. and you can handle The wallet. The <laughs> wallet. Yes. Do we have a lawyer on retainer by chance? <laughs> yeah. Should we get We're up? working on that. We're working on it. The other reason why I ask is if we Redskins, we're, that's too politically correct nowadays. We can't use those oh, terms yeah. anymore. Oh, yeah. oh, geez. What, what are we now? The football wa- team. The wash- what are we? Is that what it is now? No. They're the, the Guardians. They're the no, the commanders. they're the commanders. commanders. Chris is, Chris's Indians are the Guardians. Yeah, they're the now. Guardians. My bad. I didn't know that. Here we go. Yeah, Washington Commanders. Terrible. And Cleveland Guardians. That's just terrible. Fucking this is where, where are we? Is this America? It's are horrible. we still in America? No. Horrible. And Jeff, you have on your your Notre Dame jacket. I feel like Notre Dame fans around here just stay to themselves. I don't know why. That's... Well, they haven't won in a while, so <laughs> well, that's probably. And Jeff will be the first to admit that he that, understands exactly. That's the problem, Stu. We have no claim to fame, and if anybody tries to sell you on a fucking eighty-eight championship, then they don't know what the fuck they're talking <laughs> and, about. Hey, Jeff, either. are are you are you gonna? Are, what are your feelings about Kelly now at LSU? Are you gonna root against LSU, or you don't don't even give a shit? No, because I think really at the end of the day, it's a business, and we all know it's a business. Yeah. And it, what is the right way to leave a program? There is no right way to leave a program. Yeah. So I think what he did, I know everybody, he's going to have his haters, but this is this is going to be the Nostradamus in me. He won't last three years down there. Hey, he, speak, speaking of ways to leave a program, how'd Coach K leave his program the other day? Oh, well, actually, hey. did you see that Carolina, so he took his first loss to Carolina, got beat in Cameron, 
the last game, and then they ended his career. That's true. Carolina storybook. Isn't that ending. crazy? Yeah. And I'll tell you something else I seen the other day. Do you guys know who Duke's leading scorer in history is? No idea. Is it is, is it Leitner? Nope. Elton Brand. How, how, I was surprised. Zion. There's a story on behind this real quick though. But does anybody anybody else? Okay. I take it in Johnny Dawkins. JJ Redick. Oh, okay. No. Okay. But the moral of the story, he said. Um, he said uh, he was doing an interview, and he said the meanest thing Shashevsky ever told him was that he they didn't win a championship because he wasn't championship worthy. Ooh. So just out of curiosity, even a, we have a couple coaches in the room. What's your guys' thought process on that? Like being that brutally honest with somebody by saying, you know, we didn't win a championship because the fact of matter you were not championship worthy. Oh, that that's. That's that stings. I, that, Does it I, depend on who you're talking to? I would assume yes. Okay, right. Jeff. Let me ask you this: Notre Dame at in Columbus at Ohio State, September third. What do you think that spread is right now? If you had to guess, when it's going to come out here in about four months, I will go. We will be ten point dogs. Wow. Yeah, I'd say at least that. Do you have the spread? No, I don't have it pulled oh. up. I'm just trying to figure out who I'm taking already. Yeah, maybe <laughs> in, somewhere between seven and ten and a half. I, I it's a little early with the transfer portal. You never know, Soup. Luke Doyle wants to go to that game. I said he has a better Ooh. chance of Jesus Christ coming down and blessing him. <laughs> yeah. He will go up there and get arrested, get our asses kicked, yeah, not that, a that. shot. Take, take it from a Miami fan who was in, in at Mountaineer Field when the Mountaineers beat Miami in 1993. It was one of the worst days of my life. The, and garbage, I don't, the garbage game. Yeah, yeah, and our coaches That's got hilarious. paralyzed and all kind of things <laughs> went wrong. So I, I'd say to Luke, if he was here right now, we miss him. He's out tonight. But uh, Stay away. Stay the hell away from that. Watch it in the pine room with us, and you'll be in good company, and it won't matter if you guys lose or not. What was the one game that you were at, and you? Uh, I think it was it, it was a WU game, and the, and the Chief, what was the Chief for? Uh, Osceola. Yeah, Osceola. He came out and he slammed the spear into the ground. Oh, that was a that was a Gator Bowl, Florida and you, State, and yeah. you knew you were in trouble from oh, that. Oh Jesus! And it it rained. It was it was raining sideways. It was uh, Craig Payton was trying to light his cigarette and couldn't light it because it was raining so hard. He buried his spear and they ran the kick back for a touchdown. I think he ended up beating us like fifty two to three. And it was it was a horrible experience. Uh, so let's finish off here. This this our little sports conversation here. I want to go around. We'll just nail it, and we'll see what people's responses are. Worst fan base in sports, and we're going to go around. I'm just going to start off because I don't know sports. I'm just going to say <laughs> from what I've experienced. Sorry, guys, Steeler fans are the worst. Go well, ahead, man. I gotta I gotta go with Ohio State, and if we're talking outside of the country, then Liverpool Football Club. <laughs> ah, oh, that's good. Are, are that's you talking good. now? You're talking fan base. Are you talking like like crazy? Like I mean, obviously, I say obnoxious and, and unrealistic. Yeah, yeah, because that. like if you're I, talking, I'm all for the people that cheer for their teams, and but you got to be realistic. I, I love Miami, but they suck. I'm gonna tell you that these people, they're they're delusional. Yeah, and I'm, I mean, you're talking. I mean. If if you're talking like crazy, I mean, obviously Philly fans are the the like the most brutal, like I would say dangerous fans. Hell, they had a jail in the yes, in, the in, veteran stadium in the stadium, and and the, the stories you hear. But so I mean, if you're talking about that, I guess they're crazy. Well, but, but they they do boo their teams and stuff when they mm. suck. They'll tell them they suck. Then they so, boo Santa Claus. Yes, they threw snowballs <laughs> at him. Yeah, so. Santa Claus. Well, and you remember too, they also I think they cheered their ass off when Michael Irvin got hurt for the Cowboys. They thought he was paralyzed, and the Philly fans were loved just it. cheering. They were yeah, going nuts. They're they're, they're pretty bad. Yeah. They're they're bad. No, I'm all uh, I'm all over Ohio State too. I've lived with all those kids from Columbus and. Canton and all that stuff. Our, our producer Mason's over here. 
He's talking about he's talking about uh, the Baltimore Ravens. He just held up a sign and oh. said how, how miserable they are. To no, listen. come on. <laughs> All right, cool. As we we're talking about, we're just going around real quick. We're gonna, we're we're nailing it, and then we're gonna move on for people to, to comment on worst sporting fan base. Oh, Philadelphia, no doubt. I went okay. to the uh, Tampa Bay Bucks versus the Eagles playoff game actually this year, and there was an Eagles fan sitting behind me, and I swear to God. Probably thirty to forty Buccaneer fans almost whooped his head. <laughs> so, I wish they would have. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the dude was a maniac, turning around yelling. I mean, yelling "Big Dick Nick, Nick Foles!" Like, dude, the dude was a certified maniac. Well, typical. Philly so that fan. was the game at, at your place, Tampa. Yeah, right? in Tampa. Yeah, yeah. See, those animals don't get out of that shithole city very often, so they don't know how to behave. Anyway. <laughs> All right, Jeff. Mason, I agree. Fuck the Ravens, and then I would also agree with Soup and Matt. Uh, Buckeye fans are brutal. Okay. Brutal. And you have many Buckeye fan friends, don't you? All, all pretty much all my, close dudes. All, all my close dudes are all big Buckeye fans. Once again, fuck the Buckeyes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and don't get me wrong, Steeler fans are right there with Philadelphia. I truly hate Steeler fans. Okay. okay. It's not our fault that we're able to win six Super Bowls and you can't win one until Ooh. Tom Brady comes down there to Tampa Bay and starts figuring it out for you. <laughs> All right, Chris. That, that's why I hate Steeler fans right there. Probably the worst would be Philadelphia. I mean, just from the stories you hear. And I, I think the older I get, like most of my friends are Notre Dame fans and Steeler fans. But most of them are, what would you say about Jeff? He He's a... You know, realistic. He's realistic. realistic. But when they suck, you'll say it. I but like back that. in the day, back when the '88, uh, what was it, the Fiesta Bowl, West Virginia, Notre Dame, like those Notre Dame fans back then, coach, you know how they were. We hated them, and you know, I mean, I grew up a Notre Dame fan, so my friends turned me against Notre Dame. <laughs> I never did like the Steelers, but uh, you know, I got good friends that root for both teams, so I, I don't. I don't let that bother me, but fuck Philly, though. <laughs> fuck. Amen to that. And especially the Flyers. All right. There you go. So if you got any any uh, comments or you want to you know, chime in next week, uh, our, con- our our email is uh, contact at thepineroompodcast.com. You can find us on social media or Twitter at Pine Room Podcast. Uh, Instagram, we're The Pine Room Podcast. Facebook, we're The Pine Room Podcast. Go give us a follow. You can comment on anything we talk about. You'll see clips and stuff and highlights, and eventually you'll see some, some pictures of stuff we do in the future. But... Uh, I want to move on here because we're changing the format. Uh, now we can we can start this early, and we got some stuff to finish up on. But we're changing the format this time. Now uh, we don't know the name yet. We haven't solidified a name, so that gets a good point. You, if you have a name for us, if you listen to this, if you have a name, it's a great for this, idea. Uh, you know, we want more interaction with you guys because you now you know those of you that listen and those of you that have given us feedback, you're part of the pine room now. So if you want to give us feedback on this kind of stuff. We need a new name for our segment. Now, the gist of the segment is, Chris, and I'll fill you in on this as well. So it's Hot hot Pit, uh, Cold Mug. Now, those names are going to change. Like I said, give us suggestions, send in the emails, to hit us up on social media. But a Hot Pit is a something that's controversial that has gone on in the world, in the news, something that you want to highlight. So, for instance, last week, Soup nailed uh, Jada Pinkett Smith about the uh, Will Smith slap and, you know, talked about how, you know, she is kind of under Will Smith's skin or whatever. And then I nailed on my... The guy that I talked about, Mr. Woods, kidnapping the the kids, and it's something that is something that is controversial that we and can that talk. Was, that about. was a cool mug, right? It was, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
You're listening to the Pine Room Podcast. Right now is probably a good time to follow us on Instagram or Twitter. You can find us at the Pine Room Podcast. And the next time you run into a Pine Room member, tell them I said, what's up? So a cool mug is something that is cool, something that is that is is good in in that's going on, something that is positive, something that you uh, like a prediction for the future. For instance, Cooley had his Miami Heat, of course, winning. Uh, the the what else did you have? You had had the Miami Heat winning in five. Okay, all right. Finals. Then that's that's pretty much it. And uh, we had uh, Luke uh, having a great start uh, in his first varsity outing. And that's the kind of stuff that we're that we're doing. So this time, instead of doing two at the same time, instead of doing hot pit cold mug at the same time, because we kind of get confused, we're gonna go around uh, and we're gonna do hot pit. If you have one, if you don't have one, it's no big deal. We're gonna do hot pit, and we're gonna go around, and then we're gonna do cold mug. So we're gonna do one at one at a time. So we're not getting mixed up here. So I um I'm gonna hand this off to. Let's see. We're gonna go around to. We'll, we'll skip if you if you got one, Chris. You can you can go now. If not, we'll come back to you. I, I can go. All right. I mean, just something I saw. Just like, something controversial. Yeah. Well, just today I saw on Twitter. You guys may have seen it there, and I don't know where this was. <laughs> But uh, I, I think it was an AU tournament when the teams and some of the parents went after the refs. Oh, I saw that, Chris. I believe it. It's, it's pathetic. I, I saw that. And, and the people were just, you know, filming it on their phones. And they, some of the Nobody other, helped that dude. Nobody well, and then they said the the one the one uh, that referee happen? that was there, I, I don't know where it was. I thought but it was said, over in Bel Air or something. No. <laughs> we love our listeners yeah. in Bel Air. We love our yeah. listeners in Bel Air. Yeah, they get behind it. But I, but I so somebody I saw the 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 video on Twitter, and then all the people what do you call tweeting or comment? And uh, the one guy said, "Well, the the one referee did didn't help out because he didn't know that referee." I mean, they just they. Tr- I mean, it was just it was appalling. And Mark, you and I always talk about it, this this the state of affairs and sports in high school and just everything that's wrong with it and like it almost like that referee needed a freaking gun that was unbelievable what do you do get a block charge i I, I never saw the 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 whole story behind it i just saw him going after the guy i'm like this is this is bullshit now now what because i because i don't fall i'm i'm not too on twitter or anything what happened well i don't know what caused the outrage i don't know but they just kind of showed it was kind of grainy but they just showed these the i guess was it some of the team or I don't no, know it looked like coaches. all fans. It looked like all fans, well, like but they six just, or seven fans. I don't fans. know if they, if they thought that the co- or the uh, referee, uh, yeah, cost them no. the game. But they they just ran it. They 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 ran him down in the gym, and they, I mean he got some good shots in on some people. Oh, he yeah. was wailing away, but uh, it just it's it's just yeah. But ridiculous. he eventually ended up on the ground. Yes. They were kicking they him, they almost, and kick him like in the in head, the corner. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, and nobody helped the dude. No. It was no. in unbeli- It was no. incredible. No. And I, I think I mentioned this the other day, and I, and I don't know. It, it, was it young young kids in a tournament? Is it yet like what's the age in there? Well, it's probably teenagers, yeah, yeah. high schoolers. I, I think that parents and and I'm here's my hot pit. I'll go back to me. I think parents and youth sports are the worst fans absolutely in absolutely. the country. The worst. For and, sure. And honestly, I think the younger you go in 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 the age range, the worse the parents are. I umpired. I'll tell this story real quick. I umpired Pinto. It was the first game I ever umpired. We had a Pinto tournament here. Yep, we were up at I-472. Yep. You were there. Yeah, we, I was had there. A, we had a Pinto tournament up here uh, in, in Wheeling, and 
probably it's probably one of the bigger pinto tournaments that goes on in the area and in my first game that i ever umpired i wanted to umpire i wanted to be an umpire and the first game that i ever umpired we had five ejections in a pinto game <laughs> five ejections of a pinto game now i'm gonna tell now I, I don't even remember the team i don't remember the coach but at one point i was standing in between these two coaches that were cussing at each other uh there were there was there was a, a fan the dude was bigger than he looked like yao ming coming out of the he looked like he was huge coming out of the, the game ended and and it was all because we, I, I think i i called a kid out at second and that was that that ended the, that that ended the whole thing and and it, i think that parents are so entitled to what they think is is right like and i talked to to, to cousin mike uh who, who who i talked about in the beginning of this episode and it's just it's it's sad that that i wanted i wanted to be an umpire at one point and now it was just i got t- so turned off by how how parents behave it's it's beyond belief if you would have had replay on that Call it second. We would have got it right, and there wouldn't have been yeah. any problems. Yeah. So yeah. they should put replay in Pinto. The kid I, <laughs> the, I think they should bring replay to Pinto to every, maybe even Shetland. Uh, yeah. Well, listen, the kid went in. It was a bang bang play. He went in standing up, and I banged him oh, out. Standing and that was up, it. he's I, out automatically. He's out. If he's they out. Have replay in Shetland. You're gonna you're gonna catch the kids picking their nose. <laughs> yeah. Pee, hey, turn hey, around hey. and pee in. Yeah. Jump. How many how many of the guys did you eject personally? I didn't even get to any of them. Oh. I was standing in between. I was blocking two guys because I wanted to. See your your ejection. No, no, I just like, got if we had if done. we had a uh, camera that yeah. camera rolled and I yeah. wanted to see it. Yeah. Didn't just, that dude take the ball and throw it over the? He threw pavilion? it over. He was standing on the pitcher's mound. He threw it like fifty yards. The, the over player? The, no, no, the no, coach. No, coach. Oh, okay. It was coach pitch. He took the ball. He threw it coach like se- threw it seventy five <laughs> yards over a pavilion. Because I called the kid out at second. That guy, that guy ought to have been incarcerated right after. Yeah, that. but that's a big game. I mean, it was a you know, it was a huge <laughs> game. Well, I mean, that meant a lot in her life. Understandable, you know? I mean, then, yeah. it's huge game. I mean, uh, big implications throughout their life. Yeah, so yeah. I, it meant a lot. Now, how old are kids were there? <laughs> they, oh, seven I mean, or eight. Seven so, and eight. So these kids are peaking at eight years old. I'm not even sure they they that that were that it's old. It was fair. a younger team, and I'm telling you, the like the way that they behaved, it was perfect. You know, you know, ideal adult behavior. I don't even think they should even have little league sports anymore. I don't think they should have them. <laughs> Matt yeah. said, "Matt said he should be incarcerated. If you get kicked out of any sporting event from the ages mm-hmm. eight, eight to twelve, it's an automatic three months yes. in jail. It, it might be it execution. Be. <laughs> oh, Jesus, I'd be in favor of that. Actually, yeah, but well, I will that, say, that, that, go ahead, go ahead, Jeff. I will say that was hands down my favorite years to coach. But it was always funny, and I think I used to tell you, Marcus. Everybody used to always say it's just Pinto baseball. It's just Pinto baseball. Well, it was ju- it was the furthest fucking thing from just Pinto baseball <laughs> because it was as cutthroat as it possibly could be. And Jubber, you were a hundred percent right with everything you just got done yeah. saying. Yeah. So there's my hot pit. Parents in little league and young young sports it, worst. Good job you got you it, and Chris on that. But it, yeah. uh, it's not even little league. It's everything. Yeah, it's it's true. it's crazy. Chris, you see it. You you've seen it. Uh, mm. Keeping a scorebook for. For uh, high school basketball, mm-hmm. I mean, you see it that, that people are bizarre. They're, I mean, they literally are, are lose their minds. I mean, it's it's embarrassing. There should be security at games, and if there's any problem, they should be escorted yeah. out immediately, and it would stop. But we we just let it go on, and then the referees. There's no wonder mm-hmm. there's a, they say there's like one referee at games now because mm-hmm. they they can't get referees. <laughs> they can't get referees to do the games because the, the people are so crazy. That's sad. It's sad. So if you're one of those parents that that just he, he screams and yelling, you probably know who you are. Just shut the fuck up. You're a loser. Yeah, right. shut the you're, fuck you're up. You're a loser. Yeah. yeah. All right. So Matt, what do you got? Oh, uh, we doing hot hot pit? Yeah, we're going hot pit. All right. Now, see, I'm always thrown off by this. Well, my hot pit. I didn't really have anything great today, but uh, 
I did see LeBron shut it down again today. He's not going to play. And, you know, I, I got to tell you, these NBA guys and this not playing stuff is just an embarrassment. And, and my personal thoughts on it, uh, LeBron's just a quitter. He Things aren't going well for him right now, and he's just going to quit, and he's going to say he's hurt, and the Lakers are going to be in the playing round or they won't make the playoffs at all. And I, I just... I just find it ridiculous, and the people pay for pay for tickets to go to these games. I think it's just outrageous. And uh, all these NBA guys and this load management stuff, they can stick it up their ass. They're pampered, spoiled babies. And uh, I, like Coach said, uh, LeBron's always got a comment about world affairs. And they just go worry about yourself. And ever since he left Cooley's Heat, he's been a loser because D-Wade <laughs> carried his ass. So That's my hot take. But no, hot I just pit. just to follow up on that, I heard a guy talking today about what's left in the in the NBA regular season. Just like they six? finished Sunday, I think. Okay, I don't even think. It's well, sick. they said he's also sitting out because I think he's leading the league in scoring, so he wants to keep that. Does he have to play? Well, I, I thought he had to play one more game to, to be eligible. Well, he's probably going to play the last well, game just, just so he, yeah. So but he can but get whatever, it. they made it sound like he he's just he's sitting out so he can you know protect that because I don't know when the last time he's led the league in scoring if he ever has. But who the fuck cares, right? <laughs> no, I, yeah, no, I me. think I think one of, one of the first things that we talked about in our, in in I can't remember how it came up in the first episode was we talked about how what was no it was the very first one and, and it, it's not going to go out it might never go out you might see it down the line but we talked about what was going to happen first uh something or other and then who was going to beat Cal Ripken's games played and i feel like now i think we talked about it it was like players are never going to play ever never it, your dad was right about that matt never, i heard uh, i heard cal heard reading the um the the guys in the nba sitting out the weekend uh, it was there were like fifteen yeah, star yeah. The, of the all the stars. Every all, day there's like three pages of it. Yeah, three, like, it's unbelievable. Yeah. All right. how, how do the what now? How do how does Vegas make the lines? It, it's you? impossible. We take those lines down on an NBA game on a regular day. You have them up in the morning, and when I put them up in the morning, many days the the things are different by seven and eight points by the end of the night, and you don't know because they don't tell you. Uh, until the, there's times where guys warm up and then they won't play, so it, it is it's awful. Uh, it, it's tough for betting, but then again, with the NBA, I mean, it doesn't really matter what the number is; it's impossible to figure out. So, but yeah, it's it's a strain on everybody, and it sucks. It sucks for uh, parents who try to take their kids to games and stuff. Yes. That's the worst. And not not that I would even condone that. I thought I'll be a, a form of child abuse, to be honest, to take you to that <laughs> garbage. But it, you know, people pay a lot of money for that, and then they're, they're they're disappointed when Steph Curry's coming to Cleveland and he can't play. Now he's not one that sits out right where, but you know what I mean. Like it's a lot of guys just yeah. take nights off. It's ridiculous. You've ever watched Cools over here? He's getting, he's I got a lot of head shakes. Fire back, cools. Come on, uh, Matt. As a massive NBA fan, you might as well just step down my throat and whip my ass. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize. This, I mean, this is just heartbreaking to hear because I mean I disagree with a lot of it. Well, don't you think it sucks when they all sit games out? Uh, I can't disagree with the fact that taking your kid to a game and hoping <laughs> to see a star and they sit out sucks. But LeBron James, yeah, being a crybaby, all that. He's the greatest player of all time. I oh, think. no, that's no, just no, absurd. No, Turn no, his mic no, off. No, that that can't be no. condoned. He, no, no. I'm sorry. But he never he, saw Jordan. He's a title chaser no. and a loser. Yep. Oh. He's about to be the leading scorer. He's one of the best. That's good. Great rebounder, gets assists, points. I don't understand how you could argue otherwise. He went to eight straight well, NBA finals. Okay, well, why doesn't he play every night? That's what I'd like to know. How many nights Michael Jordan take off? Chris, help me out on that. Well, one I very many, wasn't it? I'll help you out, Matt. 
Michael Jordan took two years off. Yeah, because he wanted to play another sport. I don't, I don't <laughs> see LeBron going to play tight end for the Jets anytime soon. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I think he could. Well, he probably could. I don't disagree with you there. I think he probably would have been a better football player, actually, if that's even possible. Oh, yeah. Hey, physical talent, I, I don't disagree with you. He's probably with the best athlete in the history of the NBA. But if he had best a heart, well. if he had a heart and he had any type of uh, just character of any kind, I, I think he would really be a lot better. That- Matt woke up and chose violence today. <laughs> hey, I'm just being what I normally am. Yeah. Well, well, you know, before we get the blades out, let's move on. Dad, what do you got? I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna pass on this one. Here, here. Go ahead, give it to Cools. Cools. So my hot pick, and I know we have a Ravens fan as our producer. I think Lamar Jackson. No, plays. no, he hates the Ravens. Oh, he hates. Okay, well, for my fellow Raven fans, Elijah Bell, Davian Cooper, I think Lamar Jackson after this year is out. I think he goes to maybe the Dolphins or somebody else. Jog on with quarterbacks, but I think Lamar's out of there. Anybody he could be. It? He could be. I, I I don't know if they're. I don't know if the Ravens are going to tie up the kind of money that's going to take to keep him. I mean, they've had plenty of time to do so, and it's, yeah, it keeps and, dragging and, on. And the way the Huntley played uh, in the games last year, I think they're kind of thinking, well, Lamar's good, but eh, I don't know if we're going to invest our entire future on it. All right, soup. Yeah, my hot pit. Um, this makes me sick to my stomach. Oh, actually. Boy. When you are late, and, and I don't mean to be late on purpose, but when I'm late and I run into every single red light, that makes me <laughs> oh, sick. That's <laughs> that, right. that, 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 listen, and that's on me. I get it. But that makes me sick. And I can't just get one green light. Like, I'm just, I just, let me get one while I'm trying mm. to get there. And where we live, there's so many green lights or so many just <laughs> lights in general. So I'm just running into them. Like, I can't get one green light. <laughs> or how about when you're, when you're late and then you inevitably, follow a dude that's driving uh, 10 miles under the speed limit, and he's usually from Ohio. Uh, that's what I was going to say. He's, he's usually from <laughs> oh, Ohio. The worst here. drivers. And, and he, and Not to mention the worst fans, yeah, the worst here, drivers. Real quick, too. real quick, just name the state, and we won't even stay on it. Worst worst drivers in America Ohio. from state. Ohio. 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 <laughs> Florida. They're horrible. Oh, yeah, Stop. <laughs> Cooley, how are you going to take that? You got mad at me I for beating on LeBron. Come on, Soup. I've seen Soup driving Florida get cussed out driving Florida. So I think it's more him than the Florida driver. Yeah. Hey, quick story. Quick story. Jarrett Cooley and I, we spent a whole summer playing baseball in Florida. And there was a toll, 75 cents, simple. Every day we'd go through it, right? There was so much traffic. One time I tried to surpass it, and I went through the easy pass thing, right? And, <laughs> and they said, hey, you got to go back and pay it so we don't get the ticket. It's just how it worked. So now we're sitting in traffic. You got to pay seventy five cents. Cooley's got the change behind me. He's got ten minutes to give me seventy five cents. Right? He gives it to me. I drop it in the bucket. It says fifty six cents. It wasn't even close to seventy five. Like I understand if it was like if it, if wow. it was fifty five. Like you had two quarters and you thought the nickel was a quarter, but it was fifty six. Like it wasn't even close to being seventy five cents. That was one of the hardest I've laughed in a long time. So well, did you guys end up getting the toll, or did you guys find some more change? Oh yeah, we had to take another five minutes to get more change out. But yeah, in my defense, I started finding the change a little late, so the presser was on as we were pulling it up, and I asked. Well, certainly, if Soup wouldn't have missed it at the first the first time, uh, right? I, that would have solved everything. I actually picked up a penny. Oh. <laughs> a penny. They didn't count the penny, I bet, when he threw a that pi- in there. A pickles bar chip, a beer mm. chip from pickles. A button. Yeah. <laughs> One of the poker chips that Champ had onions and blood on. Yeah. Yeah. Red onions and blood. Oh. Yeah. All right. 
Jeff? Well, I need to give a shout-out to Mr. Pavlik here. You know, we the rest of us jack-offs just had a hard time figuring out this cool mug hot pit. This fucker comes in here and nails it. He's yeah. hit a home run yeah. on his hot pit. Well so done, good, Chris. Good work on that, Chris. Well, that was only because I, I, you know, I, I just happened to see it today, and I didn't know what this, what's it called again? Hot, hot pit. Hot pit, yeah. So uh, when he said that, because I, I knew you guys would agree with that, and so, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm just glad I can contribute, so... <laughs> So Thanks, I'm gonna, Jeff. I'm gonna, of course, of course. I preface this by saying there is good professions. There's good people in professions, and there's bad people in professions. So mm. there's good teachers. There's bad teachers. There's good sales reps. There's bad sales reps. But um, so I'm not here to debate uh, the police department. But the, here's one. Of, there's some news that came out last week where um, all the cities and towns that actually defunded the police are now placing big money back into the budget. Uh, because they're having, obviously, their crime rate is through the roof now. Uh, truly just a piss-poor decision, in my opinion. Um, so now with crime rates going through the roof, they're throwing a whole bunch of money into the budget side of things for recruitment and retainment of police officers. And I mm-hmm. guess my hot pit is a big fuck you to the towns and the cities that mm-hmm. actually thought that was the, the appropriate corrective action right. and mm-hmm. thought that they were going to have any other different... Uh, outcome. Um, so right now, right. I hope you can't find any police people to come work for you, mm. and I hope everything comes to you uh, comes to fruition. Because at the end of the day, really piss poor decision. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I, I agree with that. I, you know, I thought about something the other day. I think, I think the 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 best thing that you can do for police is 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 fund them, and not in the way to just give them weaponry and, and whatever. I think it's I think you fund them in a way that you can you can put money into the system to 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 train and to to educate and to uh, you know put them through proper training. Now I have not I have no idea what what the police force goes through. I I can't I can't you know speak from any experience, but I agree with you. I think that is the exact opposite thing that. That that is is necessary, and I agree. If you think about it, um, if you, uh, you know what, I'm gonna keep it simple. I'm gonna <laughs> yeah. leave it just like that. <laughs> okay. All right. Well said, Jeff. Okay, and then we're gonna go around real quick to our uh, cold mug. Chris, you want to start us off since you hit us hit us off with the for the hot pit. What's a cold mug? So cold mug is a is something good, something you, you that you see happen in the future, or something that has happened that is good. For instance, like I said, Cooley uh, uh, said that the the Heat are gonna win in five. Uh, soup. I can't remember your one from last week. Uh, go ahead. Uh, we'll actually we'll we'll flip it. It's we'll, yeah, we'll give you some t- we'll give fine. you some time to think, Chris. What do you got? I, I'm gonna I'm gonna. This is my uh, cool mug. Um, I'm gonna send a shout out here to Mason, our producer. His fraternity is uh, doing a fundraiser for ALS. Um, his fraternity Phi Delta Theta at West Liberty University. Uh, is doing a baseball game fundraiser uh, next Wednesday, uh, April 13th. I believe that's next Wednesday, correct? Yes, next Wednesday, April 13th at West Liberty Baseball Field. And uh, ironically enough, and I didn't know this, uh, he's a member of Phi Delta Theta, Lou Gehrig, who, who, the, who obviously he died of Lou Gehrig's disease or ALS, he was a member, not at West Liberty University, obviously. I'm not real sure where he was a member, but he was a member of Phi Delta Theta fraternity. So they are um, in honor of Lou Gehrig, and for all those suffering from ALS, they're having a fundraiser next Wednesday, April 18th. I send a shout-out to those guys for, you know, we had a very, very good friend of ours uh, die of that just awful disease, and uh, Mason and all his fraternity brothers are... 
are raising money for the fight against ALS. So, Mason, good luck to you guys in raising money. You can you can enter a team, and you can go on to M-L-R-I-T-E-R at westliberty.edu for information on, on that fundraiser next Wednesday, and you can get all the information how you can donate, enter a team, or whatever else you need to do to help out that worthy cause. So, Mason, that's my... Cool mug of the week. Good luck to you guys. And if you do that, if you do do any of that, and I highly suggest that you do all that because it's a really good cause, like like he said. And uh, if you do it, send us an email that you did it. Send us an email. Hit us up on social media that you did uh, or whatever, um, and we'll give you a little shout out on the podcast. And yeah, it's a good thing to to do. And and I highly suggest you do it. And yeah, it's a good cause. And and we'll we'll talk about it next week. Well said, guys. Well said. Uh, who who wants to go next? Anybody? Matt, what do you got? Yeah. For all us? right. All right. So contrary to some other people at this table, uh, baseball starting Thursday, and uh, I know Soup's going to give you all this mumbo jumbo about how the Pirates are going to win the <laughs> National League Central and all this crap. But uh, I, I'm I'm going uh, just to just just to kind of get in the mood for baseball. Uh, I, I I really think the uh, Milwaukee Brewers are going to be good this year. And uh, they're going to be my cool mug. I think they'll win that NL Central with ease. And then in the American League, I like a little dark horse team out of the Central Division. I think the Detroit Tigers are going to be really good this year. And I would highly suggest that you bet them over their win total. And I believe it's 77 and a half games. So there's my cool mug. Matt, is it is it the weather that's getting you excited about baseball? You know, that, that well, you know, it's... Uh, how could it not? Yeah, I mean, that, uh, you that know... beautiful sleet, fraught, freezing rain that's going on outside <laughs> yeah, right now. Sunday, I, mean, I got to watch a game once again in 41 degree weather. We did have a little snow. Uh, I got earlier perfect. to watch it. We went to Cincinnati, 22-degree wind chill factor. Beautiful baseball weather. Just get you excited. I, I, you got to take four suitcases of, cold, uh, of warm weather clothes to, to, you know, to enjoy the, the game. I, I, it's, a, it's great weather around here for baseball. Yeah, Perfect. Mm-hmm. Perfect spring weather as always here. Perfect. Cools? Uh, so my cold mug would be at eyes on non-biased. Tampa Bay fans. Oh, we all Here, we, Here go. we go. So they're listed at 89 and a half wins. So I'm going to take the over, obviously. Austin Meadows just got traded. Austin Meadows mm. did get traded, but we're bringing up Josh Lowe, who I think could win rookie of the year. And the Rays won 100 games last year. Why are they listed at 89 and a half? Well, traded I think Meadows, but. probably because Toronto loaded up with all those guys. So that a, a little division. bit of a downtick there. Uh, what do you think about Nick's Yankees? Get a little, little opinion Under. on that. I have under. no idea what they're listed at. Take the under. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you that right now. I just, as a matter of fact, have at 93. 90, yeah. Under. Under? Un- All right, I'll go with the under. I couldn't care less, but I, mm-hmm. I'll go with the under. Soup? Yeah, so, um, you know, I'm a huge baseball fan, but whatever the Buckos is, give me the over. Yeah, it, 65. Uh, come yeah, on, you can yeah. come over and get some action on yeah, that yeah, tomorrow. Um, my cool mug is uh, sweet potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> Because listen, I've been on a, on an incredible kick recently for breakfast, lunch, dinner, whatever you name it. I'm finding different ways to eat them: sweet potato chips, sweet potato fries, dicing them up, putting them in my salad, whatever. I'm on a huge sweet potato. I kick. thought for sure you'd say black olives. 
Hey, do you put cinnamon on your sweet potatoes? Yes. Dude. Oh, that, that's what I'm trying call. to eat them as a dessert. Like you can put cinnamon on them, some brown sugar. Yeah. It's oh, it's incredible. Steve Meyer says black olives taste like a nosebleed. <laughs> yeah. And I agree. I've never had one, but uh, <laughs> well, how can you agree? <laughs> just don't worry about it. Uh, sweet potatoes are they good for you? Yeah, they're called a they're called a super super food, food. actually like that avocado like stuff that has nutrients that's on all levels. Hey, so, we're, we got to have Ace on here one time, my brother, to have uh, a little superfood discussion with you because he's all into that superfood stuff. <laughs> well, whatever whatever Ace is doing to eat, I need that. He looks healthy, and he's got the prettiest teeth in Wheeling, so mm, shout out absolutely. Ace. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. If you had, so you could just eat sweet potatoes all day long and be good for it's you? It's awesome. So uh, I don't know if I'd say it's good for you. but I you, wouldn't say that. But you can definitely. <laughs> well, you just said you had it for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah, Joe, but look at me. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not over here ripped like some. I'm not ripped like Sam Olick. Well, all right. There's a little shout out there, but I okay. Oh, right. and shout out Fike. He's pretty strong too. He asked for a shout out. So are they supposed to make you strong? Like you can lift the car? Mm, <laughs> I don't yeah. know, but but I'm letting Jub know. Like you can't just eat them for every meal. But I'm saying I right. have been recently. Are they ripped like Champ? Because I think he eats sweet potatoes, <laughs> doesn't he? Yeah, he yeah absolutely. Him. Well, he got hit by a car twice, <laughs> yeah. so that must have helped him survive both times. But coach, I don't think I'm gonna be eating any sweet potatoes <laughs> anymore. All right, Jeff. Uh, as you can probably tell by my language, I'm the furthest thing from a Bible beater, but I do believe <laughs> I do believe in a higher power. And I'm going to give out a, a shout out to my boy Soup here, and hopefully this doesn't come across too too crazy right now. But last week we were eating, uh, we were actually having some adult beverages at the um, the Bridge Tavern here and some dinner. And before uh, speaking of cinnamon, uh, before he ate his applesauce with cinnamon on top. I seen him actually uh, bow his head and say a little prayer before his food. Good boy, soup. And, and yeah, yeah, always. I mean, I and like I said, like Bible beater. I don't know what that is. That just what does that mean, Jeff? Well, just the fact of the matter is, like, I'm not some holy roller. Gotcha. By yeah, no, yeah. I uh, yeah, I was fortunate enough to grow up in a really good um, family where I got a good faith, and and I believe in a higher power big time. A lot of really good things have happened for for me and my family, and and we've had some unfo- unfortunate losses, obviously as well. But yeah, when it comes to that, I'm I'm. Uh, the big man above has been taking care of us. Honestly, I just thought that was pretty cool because you don't see that much anymore. And actually, for somebody your age, to be very honest with you, that's comfortable in your own skin, to be able to bow your head before eating, I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. Right. Agree. Wow. I like that, wow. Jeff. Well we've done. Lifted, we've lifted the mood. That was a lot better than last week. About uh, right This this time last week, it was the bus going down well, underground. Chris, unless you got something good, I'm going to bring it <laughs> Here down we go. Here, uh, here we go. Are, no, I'm not. Are you going to start the uh, next ahead. podcast with a prayer? <laughs> yeah. Go. No, that's good, though. No, the only thing I got into sports-related, but I, I've been really uh, pleased with uh, NASCAR so far this this year. I mean, because I, I have no interest in baseball, just the state of affairs in baseball. But I, I thought NASCAR has been great. I don't know if it's because of those new cars, but it's like almost every week we got a new winner. We got our boards that we do up at the club, and and it's – I don't know. I just I think it's they're really uh, – Improving their product because it sucked for a while. Yeah, but you pissed on that Texas track. You just like, oh, that track. I, I, you the name was boy, that track sucks. You're gonna hate this track. I, I and, saw and, one quarter of a lap. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking. And then yeah, Joey Logano had had uh, pea gravel coming out of his ass, and yeah, you loved that. You said he had a bunch of pea gravel in his trunk or something. Yeah, he had those bags. In a trunk of a NASCAR oh, car. Yeah. But anyway, oh, that I thought track it was a potty. 
<laughs> no, no, his, I, no I, his, I don't remember that. No, his his pit crew, they sliced open those bags of pea gravel in the back when he came around to turn, and it was all going all over the track. Well, we look like fools because we referenced this on the last yeah. podcast, yeah. and we're, hey, we're, we're and just breaking def- up shit. In Chris's defense, he probably was about 15 beers deep at that point, so no yeah. wonder he yeah. doesn't remember. That's true. But I, but, I agree, though. Yeah. I, I think NASCAR, because I, you know, I, 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 I remember growing up, and, and you, you guys watch NASCAR all the time, and I never liked it, and, and just... Uh, for whatever reason, and then uh, you, n- nobody really watched it anymore, and it kind of fizzled out. And then recently, I was I would go up with with Matt and his brother, and 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 you, and we'd go and watch NASCAR up at the Quaker Steak and Lube, mm. and it was a fun time. And I really gotten into it. And uh, yeah, job real quick. Uh, we got a couple more minutes here. Can we go around the room and actually pick our MLB World Series winners? Because I know how talented you are with the graphic stuff. And I know you can make a funny graphic with all of our faces next to our World Series winners. So I really want Matt go World Series. Wait, winner. right now? Yeah, with with baseball gotta, starting on Thursday. Oh boy. Uh, well, I mean, obviously the Dodgers are going to take everybody's you know money this year. Uh, let me see here. Oh boy, it's it's got to be. It's probably going to be someone in the National League. So uh, you know what? I'm going to just say that the Padres get it together with uh, an. an improvement in manager and somehow they get it done Padres coach Dell boy I, t- I tell you that's a tough one I, I think the Dodgers are going to be very good and I, I want to shout send a shout out also while I'm talking about the Dodgers to Michael Grove having a having a great spring hopefully he gets on that 25-man roster and we see him pitch, pitching on TV and maybe he'll be part of that World Series uh, championship do we even need to ask me not <laughs> uh, Tampa no. Bay Bays skip him yeah, yeah raise <laughs> I don't know why this team is intriguing me, but I think the New York Mets get it done finally. Ooh. Yeah, I even think, even with the injury, yeah, the Grom going yeah, down. Yeah, I, I just think they finally put it all. together. And they do have a great manager now. Yeah. They got Buck. So I don't. I don't helps. know what's going to happen, but but they got me. Uh, they got me interested, so I'm going with the New York Mets. Chris, I'm sh- I'm surprised uh, Matt didn't say the Phillies, <laughs> since he's moving to Philly. <laughs> well, he's got season tickets for that big uh, jump in salary. <laughs> yeah, that's great. I'd rather flush that money down the toilet, Chris. <laughs> Jeff, I, I agree with Marcus. The Dodges, the Dodges. Okay, all right, Chris. Uh, I'll take another team in uh, uh, California. I'm going to go with the Angels. That's a good right. pick, Chris. Ooh, I like and they're, I, they're I, a strong they, team. They only have two guys that I know of. Right? They yeah. still got Trout and. Uh, yeah, they got Rendon too. They yeah. got a hell of a team. Who's Shoney got? That's Shoney. Yeah, Shoney. Shoney. Shoney's own Tony. Shout out Shoney. The best does buffet play, around. Does he play for them or the Rangers? Yeah, he plays for them. Oh, uh, yeah, I'll Shohei. They got Shohei Trout and Rendon. How about uh, that in the middle of your lineup or the top? That that's funny you say that, Chris, because I don't know shit about baseball, but I'm going to say the Angels, and here's why. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to just break this down real quick. Because that movie, Angels in the Outfield. Close. Hideki Matsui, after he got traded from the Yankees, played for the Angels. Now, <laughs> you they loved called him. Now, wait a second. Hideki Matsui was also called, called Godzilla. This past year, two years ago, actually, Godzilla vs. King Kong came out. Now, who won that fight? Godzilla. Godzilla played for the Angels. Angels, they're going to win the World Series. I'm, love bet, it. I'm betting them tonight. That's incredible. Unbelievable. Hey, there you go. I wow. Love hey, Jub, I got a follow-up question when you were talking about successful Asian guys in sports. So you had you just mentioned <laughs> Godzilla. Uh-huh. But how about this big fight at UFC 273 coming up here Listen, with the Korean zombie? Is that his name? Korean, Korean zombie? zombie? Yeah. Yeah. So and what do you think on that? We have uh, I've, I've followed UFC pretty avidly for the past... I'd say probably two years, three years, you know, since we've been in the Pine Room watching UFC and I got my little UFC corner. Uh, I would tout him heavily. Uh, I think last, I think the last time he fought was 
I, I'm not going to be able to put a date on it, but I think, yeah, if you were going to, if I was to put a safe bet in, I'd, 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 I'd tout him pretty hard. Okay. So there you go. Put from your a, money on the zombie. From guys. a guy that knows yeah. that knows little about sports, that's my little bit of knowledge. And over the here. weekend, put a little bit of jingle on Cameron Smith to win the Masters. That's my that's my pick. Now I'm going to bet against Tiger. I like that too. <laughs> now I'm going to round things out here with my cold mug. Uh, this uh, I just read this in the news this morning. <laughs> Uh, the man known as the I-65 killer has been revealed, bringing closure to decades-long search. Uh, unfortunately, uh, it's not that much closure because he died in 2013. So you know, it, we you got to take what you can get. But he was identified. All the all the uh, uh, the victims have been and, and their families have had some closure. On but the, wait, that's the cold. That's the cold. Cool pick is that. That's good, right? Yeah, it's a good thing. He all the all the they got closure. He he oh. was he was identified. Now all the all the all the people that have been affected have been aware of, of what happened. I'm just gonna I just, shut up. I love it. Look at his dad just look at him like, oh my lord. I'm gonna shut up and uh, Where where was that at in I sixty five? That was out in Indianapolis. Oh, is that where he is that I think I just read uh, that he killed people with a days in days in. Those they called him a days in killer. Yeah. yeah, beautiful days in. Yeah, so that's a you know perfect way to round out this podcast. And hopefully, I don't have to make any corrections, which I probably will in the next episode. But uh, we're running short on time here. Uh, we want to give, as always, let's give a rundown here, I and mean, I'll give you the whole spiel as I always do. Thank you to Mason, our producer, for for coming down here and and taking the time to to let us do this. Uh, thank you to Craig Balmer and for for setting this whole thing up. Thank you to Corey Klug for keeping in touch for for getting all the audio files for just you know being awesome. And uh, yeah, thank you for, to all those guys for making this happen. Thank you to all, all you guys for listening. It means a lot to you know, be able to get feedback from everybody and, and hear you know, what kind of criticisms and all the good stuff you're saying. So if you make it all the way through these podcasts, uh, I want to just thank you uh, for giving us feedback. And if you want to give us actual written feedback, again, I'm going to say it, and I, you know, it's, you're going to hear it three times to this episode, but uh, send us any comments or stuff on, on social media, on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. You you can find us on on email if you want to send us an email. And like I said, if you have anything you want us to discuss, we'll bring it up in the next episode. We're contact at the pineroompodcast.com. I know email is not really the most uh, the popular form of communication anymore, but it keeps things organized and uh, it's a good way for us to look at stuff. So thank you uh, for, for listening and we will see you guys here next week. Pictures, right. pictures are coming of the Pine Room. Yeah. We'll be outside soon. We got one more time, and then we are we're up at the the final. Let's set. go, let's yeah. go. I love you guys. Yeah, we will see you here in the next one. Thank you. Well, it's that time. The coolers are empty, the food's all gone, and the games are over. But that's all right. There's always next week. Follow us on social media to keep up to date with future shows and send any questions, comments, or topics you'd like us to discuss to contact at thepineroompodcast.com. Until then, we'll see you here next time in The Pine Room. <laughs>